Well, praise the Lord. Welcome to A Little Grace to Grow, and I hope you've had a fantastic start to the new year. I want to read a passage out of Genesis chapter 29. I've actually started my Bible reading again, and the Lord just reemphasized a a wonderful truth as I read this passage, and I want, want to share that with you. It's the story of Leah. And if you're familiar with it, Leah, she was second fiddle, so to speak. She was not Jacob's first choice. As a matter of fact, she was not Jacob's choice at all. But she ended up getting in this marriage because of her father, a forced wedding. And she loved Jacob. But Jacob's affection was more toward her sister. And Leah was aware of this. And no doubt, what a difficult environment to live in, knowing that the one you love loves somebody else more. And so what we find here, I'll begin reading at verse 31. In verse 31 of chapter 29, And when the Lord saw that Leah was hated, he opened her womb, but Rachel was barren. So the first thing I would take from this is God is paying attention to your sorrows and your disappointments. He knows what's going on in your life. He knows when you're experiencing injustices. In this case, God is going to give a special blessing, give a grace to Leah. Verse 32. And Leah conceived and bare a son, and she called his name Reuben. For she said, Surely the Lord hath looked upon my affliction. Now therefore my husband will love me. And she conceived again and bare a son and said, Because the Lord hath heard that I was hated. He hath therefore given me this son also. And she called his name Simeon. So let me talk about those two guys for just a moment. So her and Rachel are unable to have children. But God allows Leah to eventually have a child. She names her child Reuben. She's mindful that God has paid attention to her. And she hopes that through this son, her husband will love her. Well, she has another son. And she names him Simeon. Simeon means that uh, she was mindful that Jacob did not think as fondly of her as he did of Rachel. I don't believe Jacob hated her. It's just his love for Rachel made her feel like he did. And then, so she's ha- she has uh, two sons. She has another one now, verse 34. And she conceived again and bare a son and said... Now this time will my husband be joined unto me, because I have borne him three sons. Therefore his name, uh, his, therefore was his name called Levi. Well, she's still hoping that Jacob and her become closer, and it doesn't appear that it's going her way, but God is allowing her to have children. She conceives again in verse 35, and bare a son, and she said, Now will I praise the Lord. Therefore she called his name 
Judah and left bearing. So God gives her five boys. Rachel has no children, and the culture back then certainly different now. This, this is not God's original intent or plan for any marriage, by no means. Uh, polygamy is sin. But in this culture, this age, there was a lot that was overlooked. And in this situation, uh, we have a marriage with two wives, and Leah is burdened, heavy-hearted, even though God has given her four boys. Finally, she has this fifth boy, and she says this, Now will I praise the Lord. That is significant, because when I read that just a few days ago, it's as though she's saying, I have found contentment in the Lord. Though my husband has not shown me the affection that I would like. Through God, I have contentment, and I will praise him. The Lord is now my sufficiency, my encourager, my friend. He is my confidant. And she's acknowledging this, though she has not received the human relationship that she wants, God has more than compensated her. And by the way, he will continue to do so. And when you and I are praising the Lord, it is a testimony not just of contentment, but of the fact that God is our sufficiency, that we can find fulfillment in him. You know, you don't have to have much to praise the Lord. If you have salvation, you'll have enough to praise the Lord about through all eternity. And yet God has given us so much more. He's given us the presence of the, of the Holy Spirit. He's given us his, the promises of his word. Charles Spurgeon said this, The future is as bright as the promises of God. My friend, this world is not our home. We're just passing through. And one day we will look in the face of the one who died for us and we'll grasp it. We'll grasp infinite love, at least more with more understanding than we have now. Now we see through a glass darkly, but then face to face. Now we know in part, but then shall we know even as also we are known. I hope you have a fantastic day. May praise be on your lips throughout the day. May you be mindful of the goodness of God in your life. And always remember, He is worthy regardless of how you're feeling. And the best thing to do when you feel disappointed in others is praise the Lord.